Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 149. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest of what's going on behind the scenes of GSPN.TV World Headquarters and the family that makes it all happen. Makes it all happen. There you go. Stephanie. Yeah. I want to say that I am... Very much glad to be home, but at the same yeah. time, I sort of miss where we were. Um, where we were. Um, okay. 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 Yeah. I was just ready to be home. You're just ready to be home. Yeah. Okay. I am. It was a great time. I had a fantastic vacation, but um, I was ready to be home. Well, you yeah. sound like you came home with a little bit more. Of yeah. A, I brought a souvenir home. Yeah. And, um. So I, I started getting sick on Friday. We got off the ship on Sunday and then spent our two days driving home. So it took me a while before I could get to the doctor and get an antibiotic. I have an upper respiratory infection. and uh, But hey, I sound so much better today than I did yesterday or the day before. This is true. Yeah. So anyway, we are going to share some of the different experiences that we had on our trip and hopefully... Uh, be able to help you relive some of those things. Now, uh, eventually, I will get around to pulling out some f- videos and some pictures right. that we took during the trip. And and I think we're going to radically, radically, randomly, Rand- we're going to randomly draw images. We're, we're going to radically. Uh, we're going to randomly draw things to show share with you in our gspn.tv. Sounds like blog. you might have gotten that idea from someone else. Yeah. Seems like such a great idea. Uh, So anyway, we're going to move forward and uh, just start talking about some topics that I have written down here. And anything you want to jump in, Stephanie, don't worry about what order they're in. Just uh, chime in. But the first thing I want to talk about that I know that you'll have some interesting opinions on, and that is homework that we brought with us on the ship. Homework on the ship. Um, You know what? It was harder to to do then um well you know what i didn't think that it would be easy i knew that you know carving out time was was going to be difficult um i think that what i didn't plan on was just megan's meganness i guess i don't know no she had because there were several times that i said okay we're gonna do this we're gonna you know have some homework time and we spend an hour doing this. That's nothing. And she would spend that whole hour just staring at a book or staring at a paper. And she never really did any work. And, um, I mean, Matthew did plenty of work. We worked together. We, um, he finished his math and half of his social studies lesson. And, um, so he, he worked well with me, but Megan is such a, a, um, self-motivated worker that I expected that I would be able to say, okay, pull out your math and do those lessons. I'm right here if you need help, you know, and, and I just couldn't get her to focus. She totally wasted that time. And so it made the homework a little bit more stressful for me 
just trying to get her to do something. And then we got off the ship after seven days and she still had done nothing. Right. Well, here's what I learned from this experience that from now on, if we go away on a week long trip and we pull our kids out of school, homework ain't going with us. Okay. I I don't care what any teacher says. I don't care what any government official says. There was, you know, the times that we spent doing homework, it it shouldn't have, you know, it was, it was more of a hassle than it should have been. And in my way, in my feelings, it took away from more educational experiences. Right. I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. The only thing that I would disagree with is the part where you said we. Okay. Because, um, I don't believe that it was really a we. Okay. All right. I mean... That's fine. I, I mean, maybe not near the end of the trip when it was actually maybe uh, not hopeless. after the first day when it didn't go as planned. But you know, <laughs> that's fine. All I'm saying is, from now on, homework is not going on a cruise with us. That's fine. You know, if we're yeah. on, if we're going to go away for a, a, a period of time like this, you know, w- there are going to be some educational experiences, and and right. they're, you know, spending two hours, you know, away from an experience that could be educational. And and help them experience something that they are not going to experience at school. Then, by golly, I'm not letting those two hours go away and and be wasted on a daily basis. It was it, I I I think that those opportunities were that there was some time that was uh some wasted there. I would agree. And and stuff yeah. like that. And not to mention the fact that both of the kids now Megan when she got back she had no problem in her own environment. Right. Sitting down and right. and blasting through that homework. She was self motivated and boom went right through it. And so there, I mean, we could have actually waited and say, you know what, instead of telling them we're going to be back on such and such day, we're going to tell them we're going to be back the sec, you know, this day. And then the, we could come back, we could, you know, get spend home the at, one day doing and spend the work one and day doing all of that work right. and go back to school the next day. That's what we should have done. And that's what I think we've learned now is that if that's the case, then by golly, that's how we'll do it next time. Right. And not only that, but then we don't have to lug those backpacks around. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> And the situation is that both of the kids went back to school, and Matthew's what three weeks ahead in something. He's um, he's quite a bit ahead in science, and um, and as is Megan in science and in something else. I don't. One of them is three weeks ahead in ma- math. I know that. That might be. That's Megan. Megan. Megan is because um, he wrote down the math teacher wrote down for her to do lessons twelve through seventeen. While we were gone, and I don't think they finished, I don't think they finished less than 13. So she she's quite a bit ahead. But, um, but you know what? She also had some questions on a couple of those pages that I wasn't really understanding because they are, they're not out of the textbook. It's, it's work that um, the teacher has created, and they use these little, like little chips or little discs and some of them are um, different colored on, on opposite sides and, and we're working with fractions. So, you know, he's, he's got this problem down and he wants you to do this and tell what the fraction is, but then he wants you to give the fraction of the other color, but you can't know that fraction without having those disc chips with her and he wouldn't let her bring them. So while I, I'm giving Megan a hard time for not doing some of the work on the ship. 
honestly, her teachers didn't provide her the with resources. some of the resources that she needed because they didn't want those resources leaving the classroom. So I respect that. That's fine. But, you know, she came back. She's ahead. She can, you know. Yeah. So I, we're good there. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, we we could have went, we could have saved if if I think if there was anything on our trip that did not go well, it was the homework sessions. Yeah. That, in fact, that's the only thing I can think of that was really a negative right. about this entire trip. And that could have been completely avoided if we would have just, if we left, it just left it all here and did it all when we got back. Right. And so from for future reference, homework's not going on vacation with us if we take our if we choose to take our kids out for seven days to go on a trip that is going to be an educational experience. Right. Because I think that, that we did miss out on, you know. We did miss out on some educational opportunities and uh, not all because of the homework. I mean, the night that we were in San Juan, um, there were some discipline issues and, you know, so, so other things going on there. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was stressed over the homework the whole time. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I, you know, here, and let's talk, let's do, let's do something here. Let's talk about some of the educational experiences that our kids did come away from about by being on this by going on this trip being on this cruise that they there's no way they would have been able to experience in in a schoolroom setting so let's talk about you know yeah we pulled them out of school for seven days they were six and a half actually whatever (laughs) six and a half days We, we pulled them out of school and the school made a huge deal sent us a big letter saying we really don't like this blah 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 it's like yeah you don't get your tech dollars we understand that but exactly you know let's talk about some of the educational experience number one they got a complete history of san juan puerto rico a very complete I'm history. I'm telling you, um, have you talked about Victor yet today? No, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I saved most um, everything but the technology for this show. Okay. Um, when we got off the ship in San Juan, um, we uh, obviously we were with a group of people, so we just kind of you know made our way across the street, which was difficult to get past all of these tour guides who are bombarding you to take their tour. And... Um, and so we just kind of make our way across the street and are, we're approached by this man, found out his name is Victor. He said, hey, are you guys looking for a tour? Um, made us felt at ease. you know. He really, says, listen, I know that you normally on the ship you'd yeah. pay $30 a person for a tour. I'll charge you $10 a person and you don't have to pay me until it's over. And that if way you- if you don't like it, if you don't like it, you don't pay for it. And, um, and, and, and just right there, just right there, our kids learned a very, a bunch of valuable lessons about sales, about Mm -hmm. marketing yourself, about marketing a service that you have. You know, this guy understood who his competition was. He understood how to, to assess people and to address their concerns, how to alleviate some of their concerns about choosing to take and, and and also a money you know a, a, a no right you know because no the, risk you know no risk right um he said ten dollars a person we had a rather large group but I have to tell you that on this tour he over delivered and many of us paid more than that ten dollars you know because per person per person because it was worth it exactly and here's the, and this is what our kids learned they said it was like listen if you would have charged us and made us pay. 
before we got onto this thing, everybody would have paid their ten dollars, and yeah. after the thing was over, it would have been done. It would have been done. But because he didn't charge until after the fact, he ended up making a great deal more money. Because in fact, he even you know, listen, the suggested cost of a tour like this is thirty dollars a person. Mm-hmm. He didn't say those words, but in our mind, we knew because we looked at the, the ship's ship. itineraries. Right. And we knew, you got like, the, all the people who I'm were hitting t- you right as you're walking, you know. And there were several of us from our group who paid not just thirty, but more than thirty dollars per person right. for that tour because it was better than any tour. And trust me, I've been on some tours before. It was better than any tour we was ever been fantastic. on. Fantastic! Not only was he giving us information as he was, you know, driving us around the around the city, but. When we would stop at the different stops that he would make, um, he would get out and and talk to us about where we were and what it meant. Um, McKenna, who is probably the one that I expected to take in the least bit of information, but do you remember when we stopped there in front of the cap? It's the Capitol building, right? Yeah. And um, which he talked in great detail about the marble and how much it cost when they built it and how you cannot, you know, um, duplicate that building today. And because of the cost and um, but across the street in front of the Capitol building, there are seven bronze statues of presidents who have visited Puerto Rico and um, McKenna at five was rather upset that only seven like she knows that we what are we on like 43, 44? I don't even know. Um, But she understands that seven out of seriously, how many is it? (laughs) <laughs> it's enough. There you go. That's okay, I, seriously. <laughs> I think we're on our 43rd, okay. aren't we? Have mercy on me, please. Anyway. So, but she understands that, that seven out of that 40 whatever is a big deal and and that, you know. And that we, nobody since. And nobody since. We were, we were reading them. We went down and we read, you know, each president that had been there and she wanted to know... Um, what times they like what years they were president and when they visited and all of that stuff is on a plaque behind their statue and the last president of the united states that visited san juan puerto rico was ford that was in the 70s 44 okay so we're on 44 thank you intern we rock our intern rocks thank you parker lily (laughs) thanks pj so but i mean at five she's like this is a big deal you know this is She's like, Mama, this is wrong. And and that's why, why doesn't that... the president come over here? These people are United States citizens. Absolutely. That's something our kids that's learned. That's something our kids learned, but they, they learned, can't vote. And they learned also all, all three of our kids understand that that Puerto Rico is not. And ch- check this out. Leading up to this cruise, I thought that San Juan, Puerto Rico was a territory of the United States. It is not a territory it's of the United not... States. It is a commonwealth. Of the United States, the which same is actually, as our own state. It, it is well. There, Would there they, are differences? We have I more. Know, but yes. Yeah, but but yeah, we're a, but commonwealth we're a commonwealth of the United States. Yeah. They're a commonwealth, which is actually a greater. Uh, I think so. There, it, it's it's a greater. Um, there's a lot greater uh, right. opportunities uh, for benefits as as far as receiving federal funding and stuff like that. So our kids know so much about you know this you know these territories and and they know about the history of how the island was discovered, who who settled the island, right. how it actually went through the Spanish American War, and 
and and how it ended up to be where it is today. This stuff they're not learning, you know, in fifth grade and in fourth right. grade and in kindergarten, and they're learning it here. And not only that, but they're retaining it and having the three of them having conversations about it on the ship that evening. It was really, it was really cool. Um, so I mean that that's that's that was the most history filled. Um, stop that we made because when we went to St. Tom, we we went to the beach mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't learn quite as much as Megan and Matt did in St. Martin at the beach. <laughs> but um, well, we'll talk about that, right? So so so, so we had San Juan. We it was it was a great Juan. experience. It was fantastic. You know the forts and the you know the war and get this. It was awesome. Matthew is going to be doing a special thing where he is. They do the Ma- Max Wax Museum, right? Matthew has to learn about and write about, and and Megan did this last year. So anyone who listened to Full Time Mom around this time last year, you know, I was talking about Megan doing the Wax Museum, and she was Jemima Boone, who is one of Daniel Boone's daughters, and um. But Matthew is now doing that this year, and so he had to choose someone from. Kentucky and actually they just have to be born here really and um and he chose Johnny Depp so and and he's doing all of his research now on Johnny Depp and when we stopped in San Juan they had like just a few months ago wrapped um filming of the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie and so the ship that they use for the Black Pearl is there. and It was there right at the same dock yeah. where our boat was. And so Matthew got to actually see this boat, right. got a picture in front of this boat. And, and it's like, and you talk, it's like, this is, I mean, it's just such an experience. It was really, it was really cool. And, um, and they had a fantastic time. Um, Victor, if you ever listen, you were amazing. Yes. Thank indeed. you so Thank much. Thank you very much. And and so then there was uh, St. Thomas. Yes. And uh, they had uh, a wild experience in a taxi ride on the way to Megan's Bay. I'm telling you that um, that that was more like um, a thrill ride. It yeah. was. It was. But they they got to see that that you know that exotic beach kind yeah. of you know just sitting back and just seeing you the beauty. I, and, you know what I found? Um, I mean, it was the water there, the color water. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. And, um, but everybody kept talking about this is the best beach in St. Thomas. And, and, you know, you have to go to Megan's Bay and we get there. And it was, I thought it was dirty. Like there was just, people well, weren't taking care of it. And well, I think that bothered me. Well, the thing is, there were six cruise ships at port that day, I which, know. which represented about 20,000 people. Megan's Bay is the number one beach, beach in I, the Virgin but no, Islands. I'm talking about the, just the cigarettes everywhere, and I'm, I just thought people just I'm t- show some respect, to people. Yeah. Seriously, I think it's I think it was the cruisers of the day. I I bet they you I bet you when those cruise ships pulled out of port, I, I would be willing to say that by the next morning that beach would have been spotless. Oh, I'm sure. It was I, like the like when we went to Quebec yeah, for Quebec the, City. The, the festival, yeah. you know, it was it was disaster and then the next morning it was Yep. It was sparkling clean and um and I have no doubt that it was like that, but um I'm not talking to the people of St. Thomas, but the, the but the guests the who, were there, that were who there yeah. who didn't show it the proper respect. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. And then uh we did go to Saint Martin. 
I didn't. Uh, I saw it from a distance. You saw it from I waved a from port. Yeah. It's um McKenna had been now this was this cracked me up because it just shows how quickly things can change with kids. We were at the beach at St. Thomas all I mean all afternoon having a fantastic time. She's splashing around in the water, building in the sand, you know, having a great time. And then we go back to the ship, get showered and cleaned up and head down to dinner. And I thought she was just tired. You know, an an afternoon out, the being at the beach all day, being a, right, the thrill ride of the taxi. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was an experience, and um, and so I thought she was just tired, and all through dinner, she's sitting there begging to go to bed, and I get her up, um, yep, that's up. I get her back up to our our stateroom after we finish dinner, and um, she's just starting to feel warm. And she ended up having like 103 temperature all through the night and then most of the day on um, thir- Thursday. Yeah, right? she had Thursday. developed an upper respiratory infection there. Yeah, so she had that. And, um, and we had, we, the, uh, well, the, here's the thing educational experience. All of our children got to see what, you know, the hospitality industry yes. in very great detail on this cruise ship, how everything functions. And they actually got to see the medical facilities right. on the ship. Right. And we got to use the D- Dr. Um, Lever, right? Yeah, Le- Dr. Lever. Lever from Columbia. She was fantastic, super yep. sweet. Yep. And um, checked McKenna out and got her an antibiotic. And uh, so she was better, but we had to spend all day inside because... Um, we didn't want anybody else to get sick. Yep. And well, the one person who took care of her. Yep. And then you know what she told me this morning? I said, McKenna, will you please take care of mommy? I really don't feel good. And she goes, No. I'm sorry. I said, But I took such good care of you and you were sick and all the time, actually. And she goes, No, Daddy takes better care of me. <laughs> well, let's see how long it takes Daddy to fix your dinner tonight. <laughs> She'd be better off taking care of you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it was we, um, McKenna and I missed St. Martin because we had to keep her, you know, down all day. But um, well, I took Matthew and Megan out on a tour of St. Martin and we did not want to take the the typical tour. And so I I sought out uh, like a, a different taxi, you know, that wasn't just one of those crazy, you know, vans with, that try to fill like a hundred people, and we ran into Maria, okay. who had happened to have a van, happened to have like a little. It was almost like a station wagon, but it wasn't quite a station wagon. Anyway, she drove us around and gave us a tour of. Um, we were on the what is it? It's the French side. We ported on the Dutch side. Yeah, we we ported on the Dutch side, but the other side was the French, French. side. And our kids got to learn so much about the history of this society where, where it, it, you know, it's literally government ruled by the French on one end and the other end is very much government ruled by, right. by the Dutch. And, and it talks about this is the longest lasting peaceful coexistence of two governments on one mm-hmm. island that's ever existed and, and so many other things that they learned. Uh, and on the French side, she dropped us off at a beach to go walk around. And well, uh, it was quite eye opening. It's on the French side. It was on the French side. Do you really need to say anything else? And, uh, there were a couple topless ladies on this beach. So, 
my son had quite an eye-opening experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that was interesting. So, yes, I, I did take my son to his first topless beach, although it wasn't a topless beach. The th- the fact is is that the beach further on down turned into a nudist beach, and but the nudists don't care. The nudists they just don't... want to be wherever they can be. Exactly, and so they started walking, I guess, and wondering, and so it was it was interesting. And Megan was <laughs> Megan didn't realize it at first that she was taking pictures, and she's got a picture of this one lady. It's like, oh, I well, no, I think that the picture was taken after you guys knew what it was, and she's like. This lady walked into my frame, so yeah. we have to crop her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her and her sunburnt booby, they need to be cropped out. Okay. So there you go, my friends. That was that was an inter- that was an educational <laughs> an experience. Educational experience. <laughs> so um yeah, you just don't you're not gonna get that in school. <laughs> and uh I would hope not. But you know, and not to mention the fact that they got to just see other people in other cultures and how laid back life is in another area. Um, they certainly saw different housing uh, situations and stuff like that. Um, it was it was definitely in my mind. It was just amazing. The, another educational opportunity was on the ship, uh, the Corning Museum of Glass. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. its own department up on the top level of this ship. Which they're in They're in Corning, New York. Yeah. It's where the museum is, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And uh, they had workshops almost every day. Actually, I think they had a workshop every day. I think they did. And uh, they, they, it was um, blowing glass. And, of course, folks, you I guys. Ha- I, I had no idea. Honestly, I mean, I knew that it took a lot of work, but I had no idea. And I have a complete different um, perspective of... And appreciation. And appreciation of blown glass now. Yeah. To see them take these little blocks and literally mold it in front of your eyes into a work of art is quite amazing. Yes, it is absolutely amazing. In fact... Uh, and of course, Megan's the you know totally into art, and she just could not get enough of I it. I think she went to every every showing that they had. And um, can I tell her story? Yeah, go ahead, please. Um, so on the ship, they had you know the kids thing, which was called the Fun Factory, and um, the kids did the Fun Factory a couple of times when we went to our our sessions with uh, No More Mondays and. Um, on Tuesday, which was an all no Tuesday's the day we ported in San Juan, so we were on the ship for half the day. But in the morning, she went um, up to the fun factory, and they were having, um, they were designing glass. They were they were going to design something for because um, they were going to the hot glass show later in that morning, and then they got to the show, and the designers told the kids that they were going to pick one of their designs and make it right there in front of them. And they chose Megan's design. Yes. And so um, Megan got to bring home her vase that she designed and that Tom, um, she got to watch him make. And it is a pretty intricate design as well. It really is. She drew drew the vase and then she Mm -hmm. drew on the vase a double heart. So a heart inside of a heart. Uh, and she chose the coloring and everything. And this guy in front of her took a glob of molten glass and, and turned made it, her creation. And made her creation before her eyes. And it, it is awesome. It really is. It really is. And there'll be pictures, you know, going around soon. 
Yeah. In well, fact, I'll, I'll try. Oh, goodness, I'll forget. I'll tell you what, when you listen to this, if it's not on the site over at familyfromtheheart.com for episode number 149, please remind me, send me an email, and I'll make sure that we go back and add the picture of Megan and her, yeah, her, and her vase and her vase to it. But uh, you talk about an educational experience there. I mean, where else is she going? I mean, she's. That- I would have never had the mind to take her to the, you know, Corning, Corning Museum, Museum of, glass. of Glass in New York. I just, you know, and, and, you know, you think about how people get inspired to do something. It's like, you know, they see something when they're young. It's like, wow, I was so mesmerized. Now I'm not saying that Megan's going to be I, a, a, you know, an artist that blows glass, but you never know, you know, and, and this was an opportunity and her artistic mind, it, it expanded the horizon of what one could do if they have a desire to do well, something you know, in the field um, of art. Absolutely. And what else, the other thing that, um, that she talked about in relation to that was, you know, each, each show, there were three guys, Ian, Dane and Tom, and each show they took turns. One would wear the, you know, head mic and and talk to the audience and tell them what was going on while one created a piece and the other one was a helper. And, um, and so, and then they took turns. So they each created a piece for each show that they did and um, one of them, I think it was Dane, said, you know, this gives us the opportunity to share what we're passionate about with other people. You know, we're able to not only do what we love and do what we have a passion for, but to share it with other people. And so for Megan to see you follow your passion and become, you know, this this podcast answer man and, and do what you love. But then to see other people doing what they love and what they're passionate about, it, it's really starting to make its mark that she can do whatever she wants. And also on our other children as well, uh, as everybody had, you know, all of our family, our entire family had the opportunity to hang out with the people that we actually went on this cruise to hang out with. Right. And it was all about, you know, I mean, Dan Miller is the one who really inspired a ton of the thoughts about the way that I feel about work today. I think all three of our children really enjoyed that. And the last night at dinner when we sat down and ate, the funny thing is, is our group had three dinner tables in the dining room, but the Ravenscrafts took up five chairs at the tables. So we could have one couple and one individual with us at our table. We could, we could sit with one couple and one individual each night. And, um, so that last night we had dinner with, with Dan and Joanne Miller. And I think that our kids really enjoyed just sitting down with them. And, you know, Matthew sat in between, um, myself and Joanne and, got to hear her tell the story of homeschooling, you know, Jared, their middle son and, um, and Ashley and well, Ashley, right. But I'm using okay. Jared as the example right. because Matt's a boy and right. we're going to start homeschooling in the fall. And so, I mean, they really enjoyed that and it really made a mark on them. Yep. It, it, it I'm telling you that it was just absolutely out of this world. So the, the, the opportunities for education for our kids and, and again, I, it, there's a lot of that that can be picked up and understood about ho- the hospitality industry uh, through the cruise ship. I know Megan took a huge interest and a keen interest to just the way people tr- that is the staff treat everybody right. on Absolutely. the ship. Absolutely, um, so much so that that she made comment when we landed back in uh, customs in Fort Lauderdale. We're not in Kansas anymore, <laughs> right? You know, and uh, and and why well, actually I think the joke I made was we're not in Oz anymore. <laughs> 
Yes. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're back closer to Kansas. But, um, and please don't take offense if you live in Kansas. I just mean us as Americans <laughs> who hate to work. And um, so it was, but yeah, you know, they were treated with exceptional respect, uh, respect. grace. Uh, they were, they were treated, you know, we were treated better than they, these people would treat themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the thing, if you have not read it, um, uh, you should, um, we're, we are not cruising anymore. That was, there's a good chair. I don't know. I like the sun, bo- sunburnt boobies as a title option. <laughs> but anyway, the thing is, is I, I now, this is going to be a great opportunity for me as their father to introduce them to the, the concept of, um, how to win friends and influence people by right. Dale Carnegie. Cause it, I don't, I don't, I would have to suspect that the cruise industry sends every one of their employees through this program, the Dale Carnegie program, it, because they live it out. They, they live out all the principles. Do. Absolutely. And, but you know what I think it was, um, now we were in separate cabins, you know, the girls and we, we split up the girls and the boys and, um, but I think one thing that I was so proud of the girls for was that they didn't take advantage of Martise. Right. Um, they said, is she going to come up and clean up after us? Absolutely. But does that mean we should leave it a mess? Because she will? No. If they could take, if they could bring some of that home and share that with mom, that'd be fantastic. But, um, but as they were being shown respect by the staff they too returned that respect. You know, it's the whole respect given, respect gained. That am I making any sense? Absolutely. Are you okay. Yep, one hundred percent. So uh, yeah, and so obviously we talked about the fact that McKenna got sick. Um, uh, Matthew had some allergies issues uh, mm-hmm. there. So luck, thankfully, uh, there was a CVS pharmacy in San Juan that we were able to get some allergy medicine yep. for Matthew, and it cleared and, him right up. And because Matthew had the allergy problem, that's when we actually. Um, bought the children's ibuprofen, and so then I had that on hand when McKenna got her fever. Yes, because yep. his allergies had given him a headache. So yeah. we got him allergy meds and and you know something for his headache. And then when she needed it, you know, two three days later, it was good to have. Now one one thing that happened on this trip that was not planned in advance, but happened anyway, and I'm so glad it did. What? Is that this trip was the the original idea was that, that I would be one of the featured guest speakers oh. to talk about you know whatever right right and we actually had the opportunity for Stephanie and I to do something together that we've never done before and that is to speak publicly together right. about podcasting in our story and I will tell you what the the talk I've been to a lot of talks and I've given a lot of talks and I love to speak publicly. I I absolutely love it. I never knew that about you. Yeah, <laughs> listen to episode number one hundred ninety seven of Podcast Answer Man if you have any question about that one. Oh my gosh! But here's the situation. I will tell you. I've had people tell me how they feel about sessions that I've done before and stuff like that. And and. And I feel pretty confident about my abilities and how people walk away from those events. I will tell you, of all the public speaking I've ever done, it's never had the amount of impact that the that the talk that you and I gave together. It was out of this world. I mean, it 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 was exponentially 
multiplying the effects of you and I telling the story together versus can me. Can you say just, that one more time? No. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can go back can, can and rewind. Can use different word? Okay. So it, 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 didn't, was, it didn't just add to, it was exponentially greater. So okay. it wasn't I got twice. the exponentially okay, part. So, it was the part that came after that I missed. Okay. So the idea is that this was just, a, it had a greater impact on the audience, okay. you and I together telling the story than if I was telling the story tell on the my story own. story on your own. Because when I tell the story, I, I tell the story from my own personality my own perspective and you have a greater um broader understanding of it and so you brought in elements of the story that i typically would just you know it's like yeah i see those as valuable but i don't think to share that kind of detail and so so from you and i I don't do much public speaking so i'm just kind of still like wow that really happened yeah well, I, I, I end up you. taking your word for it. As but to- the, what I'm saying though is that the people got more of the story mm-hmm. with both of us telling it than they would ever, ever be able to pull away from the story if it was just me telling. Now I think mm-hmm. I could do a good job of telling the story and it would have impact. But what I'm saying is that people got a much, a, a much more amazing experience with you yeah. and I presenting together. And I want to say that I'm looking forward to more public speaking together, sharing our story with more and more people who haven't heard it yet. I really enjoyed it. You know what I love about, um, about the way that it was done is that, you know, we had an outline, but, um, even if you keep that outline, the story will never be the same twice. You know, each time we'll use different stories in different details. And actually what I was distracted by when you said exponentially was that Dave Ramsey book. Yes. That's funny. Is it still back there? (laughs) Yeah. It's right there. Cool. So, um, but that, that, that's, um, yeah, Fred, now I'm distracted by you. Fred says, Stephanie, we are the public. You are the public, Fred. And I, I recognize that. I don't think what I'm doing right now is actually speaking more than just making a noise. But hey, it's a joyful noise before the Lord. So there we go. But I'm in the comfort of my own home. I'm in my pajamas. I have a jacket on because I chose not to put on certain undergarments today. <laughs> you know, there, there's a difference between what I'm doing right now and, and what I was doing there. And sta- right. And, um, you know, something that I have often struggled with is, is public speaking and making that eye contact and connecting with your audience. And I even remember standing there while you were talking and I had stepped back, but I was making sure that I was looking at people and, and just feeling a sense of, um, I think I was feeling a, um, a full circle sense from God just bringing me to a place where I am part of this. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And 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 I think that that's moving forward that's one of the things that God has been laying on my heart that in in 2011 moving forward, you know, you've always been a part of it whether or not it's been, you know, something we've put brought to the format format ah, forefront, <laughs> thank you. And, and and something that we focused on heavily in our planning and and and, and everything like that, but you have been there. But I think moving forward, I see that you know, hey, uh, there needs to be a more concerted effort on the fact that this is 
um, not just me. It's us. And not only that, but I'm so thankful that we took the kids because there's no doubt in my mind that this GSPN, it is not just Cliff and it's not just Cliff. It's not just Cliff and Stephanie. It's the Ravenscrafts. It, it is right. who it's it's our entire family. It's who we are. Our identity of what we're sharing is a, is the story as a family as a whole. Right. And 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 beyond that, it's about the community as well. But still, the fact is is that you know we were talking about the fact that our CPA had told us it's like, listen, we got a little bit of a concern here. You know, if is this a family business or is this you know are the kids going? Because if the kids are going. If they're not a part of the business, then this is not a tax deductible, fully tax deductible. You'd have to deduct the per- percentage about the, the amount of the, right. that's going towards the kids. And it's like, well, you know, technically speaking, our kids are a part of what we do. And he's like, well, you need to make this more official. You you need to start creating some documentation about what are the responsibilities of the kids and, and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, our, our kids have always had responsibilities with what we do. But, yeah, we need to start bringing some intentionality into that. So that we can document that. And our kids did do some very intentional things about they being really a part did. of this business. Right. They did. And um, that's one of the things moving forward. It's like, you know what? We are going to be more intentional about this. And I do want to go to more in speaking engagements. And I want to speak with you. As do I. It's awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, as far as our talk on the ship, I think I will actually end up making that available within the next two weeks i'm not exactly sure how that's going to be made available just yet but uh stay tuned for more details it was funny because um we're standing now the day that here's the thing some people talk about getting their sea legs and i'm not really sure what they mean by that it just do sea legs mean you don't feel the ship move? No. Or do sea legs mean it just doesn't make you sick? It doesn't make you sick, and it kind of it just becomes a part of the yeah the norm. It's kind of like being in a car. You know the road's a little bumpy, but after a while, you just don't realize that it's going to chung to chung to chung okay all the way to Florida. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing: I don't have sea legs, <laughs> and um, so the whole time during that talk. I felt like I was just being thrown against one wall and the I was just rocking back and forth. And um, Pierce Mars, one of the gentlemen I got to meet, um, he used his video camera while there were three Edderalls on the table, you know, yes. recording our talk. And um, but but he used his video and I'm like, that poor video it's just going to have <laughs> me like rocking back and forth because I couldn't. The cocktail party was, was after the us. The cocktail party was later. It was yeah. like the next day, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I hadn't been drinking. I just couldn't stand up straight. But um, so, yeah, I think about his video. and <laughs> Good grief if he tries to watch it back. Yeah. I know I'm going to be just all over the place. Well, it, it was it was a it was a wonderful experience. Um, I do want to just take a moment right now to say thank you to our sponsor, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. And uh, you can go over there. You can see our featured products. Um, and, of course, anything that you purchase from Mardell.com, as long as you use promo code G-S-P-N in the shopping cart, you get 10% off your entire order. And it's a wonderful way to say thank you to them for sponsoring our show. And uh, this show has come to you each and every week for three years now, thanks to the generous sponsorship of our friends over at Mardell. And uh, I want to say thank you to Daryl 
for the email that he sent out. Did you get a copy of the email or did I? Okay, well, I got it because you ordered it under my account. Uh, But anyway, remember, Daryl actually uh, informed us that he was going to uh, get Candice Cameron Bure. uh, He was going to get her to autograph a couple copies of the book in the first, how many? First 15 or first 25? 25, The first 25 people who purchased the book using our promo code would get a copy of the, uh, an autographed copy of the book. And unfortunately, right after she left our interview, she immediately got pulled into something else and did not get a chance to autograph those. And um, we had several people who signed up for the purpose of getting that book autographed, including us, uh, one of which, which we're forwarding on to a great friend of ours. And um, it, you know, I didn't realize until after the fact that Daryl told me that he he wasn't able to get her to sign those books. He worked very hard <laughs> to contact her publisher to do everything, to pull every string he could. And he actually did obtain the required autographed copies of the book from Can- uh, from uh, Candace. And uh, he sent each of those copies overnight to the people that purchased them. And he wrote a very wonderful email apologizing to them for not communicating better about the delay that it normally does not take, you know, two weeks to get a copy of a book that you order from Mardell. And in fact, I've never, it's never been more than two days. Uh, It's, it's always been two days or less. And so um, I want to say special thank you to Daryl, Darnell for for making sure that that the promise that he had uh, made was kept and and I want to thank him for for standing up and apologizing for for the delay that it took to get those books out to those of you who purchased them and and uh, I, I want to say a special thank you to each of you who did purchase those books and and uh, Stephanie you finished reading um, reshaping it all I did I just um I just finished it this week um it was fantastic. I enjoyed every ounce of it. Um, She ended it in the most beautiful prayer that seriously said everything that I've been praying for, for myself and my family for, um, you know, the last several weeks. And uh, really it was just, it's it's still, I still am going to recommend this book. It was um, definitely the design of God that I started my year of toning with reading this book, reshaping it all. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I will tell you, um, I, I look forward to finishing reading the book. I even I, I, I did start reading the book mostly because I wanted to be prepared for that interview, but I even plan on, on finish reading that book, and I think I'm on Chapter 5 now, so I, I got stuck there, but... I, now that we're back, I should be able to get back into my reading. I think that's probably one of the things that surprised me the most about the cruise was I didn't have time to read. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really wanted to just sit down and read, whether it be, you know, out on the deck by the pool or, um, you know, in a quiet corner in one of the open lounges or something. But uh, really, there there just wasn't time. Yeah. And... uh I wish we had worked on our schedule better because we stayed up late and we slept in late. You know, we did a a lot of things that I think were not planned well. Yeah. On our next cruise, we will schedule better. Okay. 
And I'm, and I'm saying that. I, I'm, uh, absolutely. I, 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 will, I will go again. Yeah, I am I am putting money aside for our next cruise. And, and who knows, we may have the gspn.tv cruise before we know who knows? it. We talked about it on the way home, what it would be like. And and see, I think that's that was part of it is that, you know, we uh, we weren't just on vacation. No, it wasn't. We were just there vacation. for this No More Mondays, you know, and we were going to these sessions and, and, um, and I loved every minute of it. I did. They were fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you account for how much time that, you know, is all going to take to get where you need to go. I never did. I never did figure out which direction I was going at any given moment. <laughs> I know you did. But um, no, I did. I knew where the glass elevators were and I knew how to get to anywhere from that point. Nice. <laughs> like Jessica in the airport terminal. <laughs> Once I got to the glass elevators, I knew where I was. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's just there was so much to do. And I know the kids still, they came home and they're like, you never did take us swimming on the ship. Like, yeah, but you got to go to the beach. You got to go to the most beautiful beach in St. Thomas. But you never took me swimming on the ship. <laughs> I don't care. You didn't do your homework when you were supposed to. Exactly. That's, that's, a, that's the line say. I used. There you go. That's the one I used. You didn't fulfill your duties of homework. then. But anyway, it, yes. And uh, we met the most awesome people there. I mean, Dan and Joanne, David and Paula. Joel and Pei, West and Susan, Pierce and Lisa, Connie and Sheila, John and Sharon, Doug and Gail. It was fantastic. It was awesome hanging out with them for an entire week. It was so great to be surrounded by like-minded, self-motivated people who want to make a change. I mean, that really was. That's not something that, you know, I'm surrounded by that in my online community that we've, you know, that I'm a part of here. But, um... To be face-to-face with them. But to be face-to-face with them, yeah, that's not something that I really have here in my everyday life. And uh, it it made for a fantastic week. It truly did. Yeah. In fact, I I will tell you right now, this this 10 or, yeah, the 10-day experience with the two-day drive down, two-day drive back, um, the seven-day cruise, the excursions, the tours, and the eating out and all that other stuff, you know, on on the islands and, and then, you know, to and from there. It was exp- it was a very expensive ordeal. It was. It, I mean, I, it was a lot of money. I know. A lot of money, but you know what? It was worth every penny and more. It was actually worth more than what I paid. That's and, fantastic. And I'll tell you what, I am very thankful that I rented that van. As am I. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that we had an awesome trip, minus the homework. Minus the homework. Minus the homework, which we will never do again in the future. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening. Until next time, we encourage you to join Join the the community. community.